0: Buenos días, no This is the Rorschach Argentina update from Thursday, the 12th of August, 2021. Around 10 minutes, the big stuff going down in Argentina. We have good news for travelers this week. On Saturday, the 7th, Cabinet Chief Santiago Cafiero finally announced the government will raise the cap on arriving. Travelers, Argentines and foreign residents only, From 1,000 to 1,700 a day. Although this is still limited, the new cap will offer hundreds of stranded residents a chance to return home. The cabinet chief also promised that if all goes well, meaning if travelers comply with the week-long quarantine after arrival, the government intends to raise the quota to 2,300 in September. Although tourists are still banned from entering the country and these new rules only apply to Argentines and foreign residents, The government has included new exemptions for family reunions. These will allow close relatives who live abroad to enter the country, siblings, mothers, fathers, children, children, and partners of another nationality. The National Migration Directorate chief stated that those seeking to enter will have to pay 700 US dollars and show a birth certificate proving their links to an Argentine before boarding a flight. On that note, the cap on public transport was also raised. Until now, buses were limited to transporting as many passengers as the number of seats but total capacity can now be expanded to 20 standing passengers. For the subway system, the passenger capacity has also increased to 40 people standing per car, in addition to those seated. Interesting fact, only 25% of those who took the subway before the pandemic are currently using it. you have any favorite means of public transport, it may be worth looking into these new, more relaxed regulations. All these measures are part of the government's plan to relax restrictions after 10 consecutive weeks of decline in coronavirus cases. On Friday the 6th, President Fernandez declared a pre-recorded address from the Casa Rosada that the acceleration of the government's mass vaccination plan has allowed them to see a new horizon. For the last three weeks, no urban center has been in a stage of epidemiological alert. Death rates have decreased significantly. Next stage will include permitting group trips, clearing tourism for completely vaccinated people, opening up the frontiers to completely vaccinated foreign tourists, and encouraging new activities that can help the economy recover. President Fernandez forecasts that gross domestic product will rise by 7% this year. Speaking of which, UN Regional Commission on Economic Cooperation says that foreign investment in Latin America plummeted 35% in 2020 compared to the previous year. Large part of this decrease was due to Brazil, LATAM's largest economy, but also to Argentina, which suffered a drop of two and a half billion US dollars from the previous year of four billion in 2020, almost 40%. Only five countries in the region, the Bahamas, Barbados, Ecuador, Paraguay, and Mexico experienced an increase in foreign investment. On the topic of LATAM, Argentina is planning to host the Latin American Climate Summit next month. These plans still need to be finalized as they remain subject to pandemic travel restrictions and needs. But President Fernandez is eager to build a united regional strategy for the fight against climate change at the Global Talks in November. That is the United Nations back to cop 26 climate talks scheduled to take place in Glasgow, Scotland later this year. Chile, Costa Rica, and Colombia have signed on as co-organizers of the Latin American climate event, while Barbados and the Dominican Republic are additional co-organizers and Mexico plans to participate. Prioritizing climate action can help President Fernandez align with Joe Biden, whose support he needs as Argentina prepares to reschedule payments owed to the IMF. And, by the way, Biden has nominated Mark R. Stanley, a lawyer with close links to the Democratic Party to be Washington's next ambassador to Argentina. As Buenos Aires awaits his arrival, Stanley said that he is eager to build an even stronger relationship between the United States and Argentina. Speaking of U.S.-Argentina relations, the U.S. pharmaceutical company Pfizer is finalizing the logistical details to ship 20 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines through the rest of the year. The shipment should arrive in the country during September. Meanwhile, the shortage of Sputnik V second doses has become a regional issue, as Argentina is not the only country in Latin America to be struggling with it. A few days ago, Guatemala announced it canceled its purchase of 8 million doses of Sputnik V, while Bolivia, Venezuela, and Argentina have decided to prolong the waiting period Period between the first and second doses from a minimum of 21 days to a maximum of 90, which is still not enough. Clearly, the government's main priority is to advance the vaccination plans as much as possible in preparation for the upcoming elections. Talked about those already in past updates, but we have news around 400,000 foreign residents will be able to vote in the upcoming PASO primaries and midterm elections, almost 20 times more than the 21,000 registered for the last elections in 2019. Why the change, you ask? Thanks to the city's new electoral code, immigrants over the age of 16 and with a DNI identity ID are being automatically registered upon reaching two years of residence, where previously they had to register themselves. Their votes will be strictly local, not for the National Congress. Some had to resign their current positions to focus fully on campaigning. Minister of Defense Agustín Rossi and Minister of Social Development Daniel Arroyo left their post a couple of weeks ago, and on Monday the 9th, Argentina's Cabinet Chief confirmed they'll be replaced by former Foreign Minister Jorge Taina and Hurlingham Mayor Juan Zabaleta, respectively. Other news, you may have heard something last week about the Olivos Gate scandal. The official records of every visit made to the Olivos presidential residence in 2020 were brought to light. These included entries of unessential visitors at the peak of quarantine against coronavirus pandemic. We're talking about Stylists, hairdressers, and celebrities like actress Lorencia Pena, who was subject to extremely hateful, violent, and sexist comments on social media as a consequence of these logs becoming public. Another topic that's been heavily discussed in the last couple of days is Lionel Messi's unexpected exit from the Barcelona Football Club, where he has played his entire career. The Argentine Rosario-born football superstar had been out of contact since the end of June, and Barcelona said they cannot afford to keep him due to the strict financial fair play restrictions in Spain. On Sunday the 8th, he announced his exit after 21 years as he struggled to contain his tears. Two days later, he signed a two-year contract with Paris Saint-Germain, with an option of an additional year after that. Emotions were also hard to hold back for Argentina's national field hockey team, who secured a silver medal at the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games on Friday the 6th, although defeated by the Netherlands in their last match, Las Leonas reclaimed their place on the podium with the fifth Olympic medal in a sport, in which Argentina has often excelled. Speaking of Argentine icons, last Wednesday, the 11th, would have been the 62nd birthday of singer-songwriter Gustavo Serati, who passed away in 2001. along with his band Soda Stereo. He is considered one of the most important and influential figures in Ibero-American rock, equally as beloved in Argentina as the rest of Latin America. If you want to know more about his life and career, National Geographic, Nat Geomundo, Mundo, Latin America's Bios series, which feature a two-hour episode dedicated to Gustavo Cerati, complete with home videos provided by his family, as well as unreleased music from the Soda Stereo frontman. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. You like the show, make sure to subscribe and please share it with some friends boost our listenership. Let us know your thoughts and ideas. Please leave a review. You can also send us an email with your recommendations or questions at podcast at That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K.com. Nos vemos.